All right, welcome to We Are Something Else, episode we two. We are something else. This is Kaleo. Yo, this is CB. What's up? Tonight's topic is love's in need of love today. Mm. something else chris cb yes, how are you i am doing well my man how are you doing tonight phil i'm great man can't complain our producer dj superfly yes, tnt what up what up, what up? Once how are again, you sir in the house glad to be here baby i'm good good thanks right. for the hospitality yes sir yes sir man so before we get into anything did you go see black panther i did i did um last night 11 o'clock showing went and went and saw it yeah did you see it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Just okay. don't give me any spoilers. Okay. No, spo- yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. The only spoiler I'm going to tell you is people are dressing up like they're going back to the motherland <laughs> no. when they're seeing they're this gonna movie. They're going to bring back the Kente Claus and all that. Gonna be like I don't even know if that's a spoiler again. at this point. Yeah. That's that's on the news. Exactly. <laughs> I wish, people are making the evening news. I wish I had plotted and planned and got my, my stuff together because I want to see somebody. I would have been the guy to take it to the next level. I want the the girls with the rose petals at my feet <laughs> as I walk through the theater. I wanted to do that. They've been flaming people who've been mixing coming to America and Black Panther. Hey, look, don't, it's, I saw, I saw a meme that says the time has come to decide whether you wanted to be part of Zamunda yeah. or Wakanda. Exactly. And it, it doesn't even matter right now. I saw Black Panther yesterday and it was everything that I thought it was going to be. But the, the little confusing part, well, people people do the most regardless. Right. And the fact that they're getting all dressed up in Kente cloth and the guy, I love that. I love that because people do the Harry Potter for sure. Oh, uh, Star Wars. Um, I've witnessed many a lightsaber battle in right. a parking garage while we're waiting to get in. Exactly. But this you're is, just not used to black people acting like right, that. Right, right. Basically, and on mass. Right. And this is like a superhero movie. Black people, right. Right. This is a superhero movie. I don't think, I think half the people in saw it didn't know it was a superhero right. movie. They were just even thugs nerding out. It's just like, just do it. We're going to do it. But you know what? We call upon black people. They're going to show up in numbers. I haven't seen this many yes. since Obama was the, trying to go the into the office. To my parents. Said the same thing to my parents tonight. I was like, yo, this is just like when Obama got elected. Which was like, it took like four hours to vote, like in 2008. Right. Now, there, there was actually people coming out. Yeah. I mean, in mass numbers, it's crazy. Right. I mean, right. I, I posted a couple pictures from my experience yesterday. Yo. Uh, Mentally, I had I was just wondering, I was like, what if there was a white dude and a dashiki or anything that, that was bold enough to show up at the theater like this? And just so happened that Amen. I was in line getting popcorn. I looked to my left, and there's this average white dude in like kente cloth like shirt, and he's like he's serious about it. I'm like, more power to you, man. That's that's what we need. Exactly. Right there. Yo, <laughs> yo, you posted that picture yesterday on Instagram. And I had to do a double take because 
uh, a girl that I went to high school with, um, African, ended up marrying a white dude. And <laughs> she posted pictures of them <laughs> being there. And I had to check to make sure the white dude you saw was not him. <laughs> because he was wearing something similar. And I was like, yo, double take. Hold up. But that's yo, there's people showing out, man. Exactly. There's people showing out. It they, was great. They made their budget back in two days. Yeah, he man. had two hundred million to to budget, and I think they're at two eighteen already. Um, yes. they were courtside last night for the dunk contest. Oh, God. As <laughs> they were just making budget, like yeah. that's literally you know just, just killing it. Yeah, so. yeah. Because they they put. Did you watch the dunk contest last uh, night? Yeah, I mean, I watched uh, it. Oh, you I didn't like it. it. Nah, I, it was okay. I, uh, it was. These, I've seen worse. Uh, okay, I, there was those, within, those. Okay, within the last five years, there have definitely been worse. Not not even given a big timeline. Yeah. But I did think it was dope that Depot brought the mask out. Yeah, I did yeah. think that was dope. Um, but personally, I felt that there was absolutely no reason why Dan, Dennis Smith Jr. should not have been in the final. So that was my. I think with he did the best dunk of the entire night, and he was not in. He know, did that was the reverse uh, or the three sixty between the legs. Yeah, between when we yeah. switch hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. And then the the judges they 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 sniped him on his first joint. Where Khaled was Khaled was a savage. Khaled, man, night. I'm like, dude, this dude is <laughs> straight hating the whole night, like stuff that he know he can't do. Hey, Callow was Callow was day last night. He was, you know, uh, they, they, they brought out the the video of him catching that ball. I don't know if it was at a um, like a celebrity game or a high school game or whatever. But then he gets on the court right. and he's like moving oh around God, and dribbling was... and stuff, and he looks terrible. And they're like, no one should ever let this man judge another <laughs> basketball competition again. <laughs> I mean. I don't know what dunk it was, but there was one dunk, because he was shortchanging everyone the entire night, right? Of course. And then he there was one dunk where everyone else gave a nine and he gave a ten, and I was like, really? for real, for real, Khaled? Like that's the one that really? dunk. Exactly. I don't even remember what it was, but it was definitely not worth a ten. The the formatting has changed so many times. The fact they change it too many times that it it hurts it because you should have had one more round mm-hmm. leading into the final round. Like I, mean, I remember when yeah, MJ yeah. and Dominique would go at it. It was sound like it was a six round. It's because they have like eight other events yeah, beforehand was... that they have to squeeze in. You know what I mean? They have yeah. to cut out that stuff. Yeah. But no, so. I'm with you. I like the semifinals and then right. the just give me more because because it feels like they have a they they're pre gamed up. They know what they're gonna do and then a miss. No matter how tight the dunk is, it automatically puts them out. Like if they miss, I'm like, and I'm like, I want to see. Please give me your top three. Everybody in the first round do three. And then judge it from that way because you only get like one or two the first round, and then they have to move it on. Right, and I know people are gonna they can they can be really quick to point out that I am not tall. Right. So yeah, I was hating on the fact that Larry Nance was in the final. <laughs> um, he but, had one of the tightest dunks, some and, of the, the, and I'm not I'm not gonna hate because some of his dunks were dope. They were, but I'm saying there's a reason why it's not as impressive when I see like some big. 400 pound dude bench pressing 400 pounds it's not the same as seeing a 200 pound dude so it's not the same as seeing six seven six exactly. eight however tall larry nance is dunking the ball as it is seeing you know, you why? know a dude who's six four six because three, he doesn't he doesn't have that that fly or that air effect right michael jordan was able to put air underneath his feet to make you look like he was just in the air forever and yeah. especially when they slowed it down to replay it it's like dude this guy's like literally flying because 
we're like in a 10 second replay and he's still in still in the air yeah it's so also, like he did a lot of things while he was in the air like moving his limbs yeah, around and, that makes it look more dramatic and you just don't appreciate that now just i literally talk, watched a video on youtube last night after the after the dunk contest of all the dunks in the dunk contest history that have attained a 50 yeah and i was like and so some of them, there was a lot of repeats. Jordan from the free throw line, he had like three or four of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Dominique had a couple of the same. Jordan, when he cocks it from the side, when he comes from the side, he's like basically parallel to the ground. Right. I mean, and some of that stuff was dope. And I was right. like, man, this dunk contest leaves just a little bit to be desired. I thought that, that if they had actually, if Oladipo and a couple other guys had landed the dunks on their first try, yeah. right. it would have been a much better show. Yep. But I was impressed by the stuff they were actually doing Attempting. and missing. Like the one reverse where he like caught and he was blind. Through the oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was dope. That, if he had landed it. If he had landed it. If it lands it, it's one of the best dunks to ever go down. If he misses it, it's just one that's going to ruin. Now he's he's in his head. Like, oh my God, I, got, I have to make this. And then from there, it's just... And the rest of your night goes down. Right, right. To me, they say the best dunkers are the are in the dunk contest. I don't. I mean, granted, they probably hurt, but to me, Zach Levine is. Yeah, man. I mean, he's coming back. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, Aaron Gordon, like him and Aaron Gordon. Yo, if they was, could both actually be healthy for a dunk contest. Like, yeah. if they're both healthy next year, curtains, yeah. bro, curtains, curtains. Mm-hmm. Let them because my brother is convinced that Zach Levine is the greatest dunk contest dunker of all time. <laughs> like seeing some of his stuff and. And so we're watching those 50 dunks last night, right? And Man, arguably, what my maybe my personal favorite is Jason Richardson. Jason Richardson had some of his. Well, so Vince did it once, right? Yeah. And that was and it. That's all he needed, right? <laughs> no, no, which were amazing. Which were amazing. And as far as I'm concerned, Vince is the greatest in-game dunker of yeah. all time. Because yeah. the stuff that he was doing in the dunk contest, he wasn't afraid to try to do that on somebody in the Olympics. Right. You know, jump over yeah. some seven-foot dude. Jumped over the dude. The greatest in-game oh, dunk man. I've ever seen. So, I, like, no disrespect to Vince. I just personally think that, and this is going to touch on uh, episode one real quick, mm-hmm. um, the Jadakiss of dunk contest dunkers is nice. Jason yeah, Richardson. I respect that. Yeah. Like, I got you. Like, I respect that, yes. People for, like act like he didn't throw out some stuff that had never been seen before at the time. And like, no, he, and he, he was definitely, he could maneuver in the air better than most. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still going to give it to Vince. Right. Vince was able. I'm not going to hate on that. Yeah, man. Nah, nah, I mean, no you can't, can't go wrong that. with that. Vince, to me, Vince was probably him versus, and people forget that Steve Francis was in that dunk contest. Steve Francis was, and threw out some crazy stuff. Steve, what Steve had one of the best, one of the best slam dunk contests ever, right? And lost because you basically put him in so many other dunk contests, and he wins by a yeah. landslide. Right. Incredible, um, man! It, it was ridiculous. It was right. that, and you know the fact that he went to the University of Maryland. And uh, so Go root, rooting extra hard for him out yep. here because right. it was like, hey, man. Like, but now yeah. where's Steve at? That's the man. That, it's like the, oh, the, my, the heart of they fall kind of thing. And then Vince is still balling at 42. Still, love still in the league. Still yeah, dunking still on dudes. He dunked last week and they caught him on camera smiling as he was landing because he was like, yeah, I still got it. He still got the hops. I mean, you got to respect that career. He knew that he didn't want to be known for one thing. Mm-hmm. So he adjusted his game. And you know it. Is. Yeah. And he's still around. Yep. Yeah. Um, switching up a little bit. 
Uh, I was reading a headline the other day. I think we were in the office when I when I showed this to you. Okay. It says, guy gives the love of his life one of his kidneys. And then she turned down his proposal. Proposal, you mean you mean a wedding Marriage proposal? Marriage proposal, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a, a great big chuckle when I read this because I'm mm. like, if you're that guy, not only are you heartbroken, you're one kidney less. His kidney broken, bro. <laughs> he can't get that back. You know, it's like, hey, it's what not you like doing? getting your ring back, Joe. Like, right. Get that kidney back. Exactly. Like, like, really. like eh, I'm gonna need, oh, need that. I'm gonna need that back. You got receipts. Exactly. Uh, I'm like, what do you? I if mean, you're this guy, I don't know how do you feel. Good for him for being willing in any circumstance to give Absolutely. up a body part for somebody else. Absolutely. Big credit to that. I would hope that before he made that decision that he would be cool because obviously i don't know the circumstance right that he would be okay with this outcome right. because you better believe that's, i i'm i'd probably be expecting something <laughs> in return that's, you know that's like, gotta be a conversation you gotta have before you get that far <laughs> like that's like when you go out with a woman and like look i'm a Take you the most expensive meal ever. You're going to eat good tonight. If he's thinking that it's going to lead to the bedroom afterwards. And she's thinking, why are these dudes so thirsty? (laughs) When do we go from like, I'm going to take you out, buy you a nice meal. I'm going to give you like a a functioning organ. (laughs) (laughs) This organ, right. This organ I'm about to give you says that you're mine forever. Right. Like, not like, like, but the pussy is fire. Come on, man. It's like caveman. Like I'm going to beat you over the head with this club, and I'm going to drag you back to my lair, and you're mine forever. It just don't work that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. It, like dudes act like girls don't get friend zone too. Like like that. That's very funny to me. Like we act us us guys act like no, if this ain't the one, it's not the one, uh, and start freaking out. Like there's never going to be anything else ever. And right. It's like come on, man. Yeah. Like. Definitely I, other fish in the sea, man. Definitely. I thought, and I thought that was funny. I mean, that, shout out to both of y'all, though, for being married and finding y'all's up, up to this Oh, yeah, I'm going to give my wife my, my, my kids. Both of y'all got you kids, too? Hey, yeah, well, I got to. So that kind of segues into where we're at tonight. Yeah, so true. true. Love. And not just any love. We want to, love is love, but now we want to, let's, let's break that down a bit more because it's a lots, lots of love out there right now that's, that gets the side eye, that gets criticized still that gets you know the black eye and at one point was probably illegal in certain areas of the united states oh uh, we know for a fact probably yeah. we know for a fact it was illegal right it's, it, it so, might still be illegal in some states exactly well they'll treat it like it's illegal yeah, Ooh, yeah. so interracial dating like i think that it needs to be addressed i mean we're not experts on it or I mean, we may be We're a small part of it. it. We're a small part of it, but our opinion is probably worth sharing or talking about because I think we all in this room right now have some type of experience with it. I'm uh, Chris. I'll let I'll let you CB. I'll let you start with interracial dating. I appreciate that, Phil. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Sounds a, dire- like a setup. Dir- right. direct product, direct product of interracial dating. Uh, my my mom is from the Philippines. My dad is basically every bit of all the all the white. My dad is a all the white. my dad is a big white dude. <laughs> all of Europe makes up my dad's heritage, 
And um, <laughs> one of the things that's really funny about that is my, so my dad spent 30 years in the army. You know, my dad served 30 years. And so when I meet new people and, you know, I'm talking about my parents and stuff, you know, I bring up the fact that my dad was in the military my, and mixed race family. My, my mom's Filipino. So immediately they go to, oh, so did your dad meet your mom while the, he was deployed? I'm like, actually, they met when they were in high school because my mom got here when she was like three years old. And uh, (laughs) yeah, nah, we're not one of those half white, half Filipino families. Like, that's not. (laughs) Nah, man. He didn't go snatch her up. Yeah. No, no, my my mom found him. Uh, You know, they. Montgomery County, they both went to Seneca Valley High School, you know, met there in the the early 80s, late 70s, whatever. Um, But, you know, at the time, I I like to joke that my parents are one of the the original interracial couples because, you know, it wasn't uh, obviously there was others. But, you know, to me, they were the first. Right. Right. Um, I mean, because growing up, I'm assuming in that household, you don't know anything. You don't know anything else. You don't know. What's outside of that world, which mm-hmm. nowadays it's I would appreciate if a lot of people probably didn't focus, you know, just they focus on what's outside of that world because to get it at home, which is great. I mean, you need that background to know that we're all equal, no matter race, color, creed, whatever. We're all equal. Um, I'll share mine. Um, my grandfather, uh, Hawaiian, born and raised in Hawaii, one of the last uh pure hawaiians there was um military and now that this one does in the way that you, everybody thinks it's yours and uh he was a military he got stationed here and he met my grandmother through through some friends in dc and my grandmother's african-american native american you name it um so they met they fell in love they had three three kids at that point so it's weird so my grandmother already was married prior to me my grandfather she had three in her first marriage so not only did my grandfather take on three other kids they had three more so you know that's my story but back back then again it was still probably in those times you're talking about i'm, I'm assuming i'm gonna go back to say 50s maybe that wow. that's i mean that's still dicey no matter yeah. no matter where you are right. um Marcus, I'm going to let you tell your your story. Yeah, fast forward to 2018. I am married to a white woman. You know? Um, Got some beautiful kids. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've been been grinding it out um, for, gosh, uh, I don't want to do the math, man, but it's been a (laughs) while. Especially don't want to get it wrong. 20 years, exactly. It's been a while. Um, But yeah, it's been, I think, you know, where um our story is now i mean it's much more common um Mm -hmm. so i I really don't know that we faced um a lot of you know scrutiny or you know issues with the the public at large Uh, we've dealt with a lot of things personally and personal in our families um but nothing um you know too you know too serious that your stories that your parents or your grandparents might have dealt with. Right. Um, so that kind of leads me into, because um, the wife was supposed to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Brie, how are you? <laughs> um, so I had a couple questions I prepared, but I figured, I mean, we can all answer these questions, or I'm going to direct a couple of them to you. Yeah. Because it does speak on just maybe some inside knowledge. 
so how long did you say known each other for 20 about 20 plus years yeah since uh we met in 2001 okay and then um was we that high school in a relationship no i was in college we i was in college um she was i believe in college as well okay um at the time or, or just working um we met at a party um and kind of like just all like great love stories on. oh yeah exactly <laughs> you know so and we were just kind of like seeing each other for maybe a couple of years and not really together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what really kind of made me decide to get into a relationship. Like I saw my grandfather passed away and I kind of watched near the end of his life, maybe the last six months of his life, my grandmother take care of him. Right. And like kind of seeing that made me kind of realize, yo, like, you know, life isn't about like, you know, running around trying to put numbers on the board, blah, blah, blah. Like, you really want somebody there to take care of you at the end of your life. And however you treat, you know, to be in the person that you are with at the time mm-hmm. is going to be the way you should be expected to be treated at the end of your life. Right, so right, like kind of right, having right. that was like, yo, I need to, you know, straighten up and, you know, decided to, um, you know, ask her if she wanted to be in a relationship and, you know, we've been together ever since, man. Um, so when, so for, was she, was she the first white woman you ever dated? No. No, okay. So, um, but I was like, I'm kind of like equal opportunity. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm. It's it's a it's a mixed bag with me. Like, <laughs> right. No, and, and that's and that's that's how I feel. Everybody should be. I yeah. mean, yeah. but there are some people, black and white and whatever, that feel like. Yeah, no, you shouldn't date outside your race. The, you know, that's that's against the code. That's yeah. all those people will have a problem with me because I'm coming into the relationship being mixed race. Right. So, you know, you don't, at least when it comes to me, you don't got much of a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's at least for nowadays, I do think that it's way more socially acceptable to be, right. to being, you know, open, open to everything, which my, my philosophy has always been, you know, why, why would you miss out on an opportunity for some experiences that you might not get if you're closing yourself off? Yeah, absolutely. That, and I mean, that's just me personally. People are entitled, obviously, to, you know, if, if they feel like if you're Asian, you only want to date Asian. If you're white, you only, only want to date white. If you're black, you only want to date black. Like, whatever. All I know is that doesn't help Chris out at all. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> no category for me. Because I don't have my own category. <laughs> There's no box to check. No, no. And actually, funny story about that real quick. Um, When I was in like sixth grade and we're doing standardized testing Mm -hmm. and uh, shout shout out standardized standardized testing, man. Like we get to the box. It's like, all right, our teacher's just going over like this is how you fill everything out. You put your names, blah, blah, blah. And it got to you have to check off your ethnicity. Right. And at this point, they didn't have or a two or more races box. They, you could select white one right. and you could, you could check Asian. And I was really confused about which one to check. And mm-hmm. the entire class thought it was a joke. And I was dead serious. I was like, I don't know which box I'm supposed to check right, right. here. And, you know, it, it just, how have you dealt with that throughout the years? What did you start doing and what it's funny? I actually, so I brought it up to my dad. I brought it up to my dad and he was like, just always, he was like, when in doubt, go with your mom. Like, I was, like, <laughs> yep. like it, it makes you think about the Dave Chappelle joke from his most recent uh, stand up where mm-hmm. he's he talking about training his kids. He's like, and if they come for us, what are you going to do? He's like, squint our eyes and stand next to mom. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was just like, 
go with your mother. Like, exactly. just side with that. And I was like, all right, Pop. Like, and I, I believe it. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, me, and I just think this the way that it's, it's worked out, that I've, I've only dated black women. And not to say that I have a preference, just the way that it's worked out. Um, so, I've never gotten that, had that conversation, you know, bringing home somebody outside of my race and getting a look or anything like that. Um, so did your, did your parents ever say anything to you when you, when you brought somebody? Brought so your- I grew up in a family where, um, my uncle's in an interracial marriage. Um, I have another uncle who's gay, who's passed away now. Um, I have on both sides, uh, uncles in interracial and in interracial relationships. Um, so it was something that I grew up with seeing. So it was never like an issue for my parents. Um, I think that, um, also like, it's kind of wild. So I, we grew up in PG County. I grew up in PG County. Right. Um, I went to schools that were like 90% black. I went to a HBCU. Right. And strangely enough, I ended up marrying a white man. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know, <laughs> you know I, I love, I love all, especially I love my black, my black women. Like, you know what I mean? I ride for y'all all day. Um, and I mean, I would have been gladly married to one too. Like it was never a thing of preference and it was never a thing when my parents were like trying to drive me to, this is who you need to be with. It was never like that. Um, and I've always been the type of person that I'm always out searching for something that I haven't, you know, really experienced like that. You know what I mean? Something else just like the show. Right. Right. Um, so I think that's kind of how I ended up marrying who I did. Um, you know, and I felt like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a race thing. It was, it was, you know, this is the person that meshes well with me. Like I always felt like if you can, um, if, if, you know, if your girl doesn't get on your nerves all the time, then that's like the one. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like her ethnicity, right, her right. skin tone, like right. none of that. They all have that. that in common. That's exactly. all. That's yeah. the common part of love, exactly. right? Exactly. Right, like right. that's it. That's that's the like threshold. <laughs> And your I think and your mom, they know how to get on you like nobody else in this on the entire planet, man. And right. I think that us as as guys, I think we all face the issue of okay, when you go to meet your girl or the girl you're dating, yeah. her her dad. So me, I mean, it's already an intimidating factor anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. But for you, since you know mm-hmm. how what would have been your experiences in that situation? Yeah, it's so funny. Like, so because now I'm a dad to three daughters, I understand his perspective as well. Um, I think, you know, growing up, I used to think, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm the shit. Like, you know what I mean? Any father should want their daughter to be with me. You know what I mean? Right, that was kind of right. my general disposition. I, I'm not a dog like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good dude. Um, and I think that, you know, when I when I met my wife's husband, my my, my wife's father, um, it actually took a couple of years for that to happen. Um, so for a while, like they weren't accepting of it, um, you know, for whatever reason. Um, eventually, you know, they kind of came around. And so we met and, you know, we kind of had those discussions trying to get trying to get to like an understanding of why things were the way they were. Mm-hmm. But like we're also like work we work on and it's a it's always a work in progress, like trying to get beyond that and just be family. Right. Um yeah. 
but it's always been kind of a struggle for me because it's like, yo, like, you know, I, I check all the boxes, college graduate. I got a job like I can provide. I'm, right. I'm a good dude. Like mm-hmm. I'm not out there running around the streets. Like what's the problem? You know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so like trying to, trying to get past that has been a struggle, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's also the life I chose too. So I got to look at it that way, but then also having daughters, I understand that no man is good enough for their daughter. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, so no matter also what, yeah. that part of it too. Man, but we got four father fathers of cumulative four daughters Yo. in here. Yeah, yeah. It's so many girls, man. Between all my friends, straight up, like, sorry to derail for a <laughs> No, 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 you're good. Between my closest friends, yo. So you have a daughter. I have another friend, my man PJ, PJ who has three girls. Uh, Whitney. My, my best friend Brandy has a daughter. My um <sighs> my my boy Loren, he's he's his wife is pregnant with their first a girl, so we got like enough to fill like a basketball team. You know what I mean? All star squad, all girls. <laughs> there you all go. Same age, so let's go. I mean, it's funny because uh, one of uh Goose, one, of, one of my boys who um he was he was one of the first out of our group of friends to um have a kid, and him and his wife they had a son first, and our group of friends always joke that we wish that he had a daughter first like just um <laughs> just the young, the young like players just, man, you know, <laughs> um but it's funny because things have worked around themselves and uh he now has two daughters um to go along we're like all right everything works out in the end right <laughs> but no nah, man like i being being the uh the oldest of four kids and i have two younger sisters and seeing how my dad has interacted with boys that come through the house, mm-hmm. how me and my other brother feel have felt about boys coming coming by the house and everything, um, it's kind of funny because we, tr- we we got two sisters and we treat both of them very differently. And one of them, it's kind of like, oh, you're willing to deal with that? Like more power to you, right? Um, and then the other one, <laughs> and thank you for taking her on. right, and, and actually, congrats to her. Right. Found herself someone who's willing to just take that on yes. for the rest of his life. Yes. <laughs> and shout out to my man Quincy. He's from South Africa, so we're hey. talking about like we're we're right. just mixing exactly. races, you know. Um, but then we also got my baby sister, who basically no one's good enough for that. And oh, she's the baby. She's, yeah, the, she's yeah. the baby. And that's the like, last line of defense for your dad, right there. All I'm, all I'm saying, and you know, it's this probably shouldn't be recorded, but you know, if someone goes missing because they were messing with my baby sister like that, you know, they went missing. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, exactly, know, it, they it, went missing. You I probably don't need it. to look into it too far. Yo, I'm not looking forward to when my daughter's date. Yo, I'm not. I'm dreading it already. It's like I get the stories like. Oh, they tried to kiss me, or this boy he, was saying yeah, he's my girlfriend. What? Yo, what? <laughs> like, yo I can't. I Square can't up. Even deal with this right now, man. Square like, up. And that, I mean, that's the thing. So one again, like we said, no one's ever gonna be good for your daughter. One for for two reasons. One, because you knew how you were yep. coming coming of age. True. And two, facts. You don't want that to be your daughter. Yep. <laughs> So, like Chris Rock said, you got one job. Right. Keep her off the pole. Exactly. Yeah. But he also said, like, whoever you hate will end up in your family. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, yo, if you, you know, you, you homophobic, like, you going to have, you're like, gonna, yeah, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny how that kind of stuff works out. Yep. Yep. Um, so, did, have you, 
do you notice any cultural differences when you when you first start? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So that, that's that's that shit that. So what's 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 your major cultural difference, or what what do you speak on it? All right. So I'll give you one example. Um, if we ever have a get together, mm-hmm. so in my family, like get togethers probably start at like four, five, <laughs> four, five, six. It's a range where it starts, right? Uh-huh. And it there's no end time. <laughs> like right. people, people, it ends when people leave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't leave. And my wife's family, anything that we have to plan is like you got to give them the exact time, and they will show 15 minutes before that, <laughs> right? And then they will leave like you know 10 minutes before it ends like <laughs> it's very it's a very structured thing you know what i'm saying there's no loose stadium traffic there's no know? loosey goosey right you know what i'm saying so do you that's one example do you find the there's a a language barrier with the food as well uh yeah if i'm being honest you know <laughs> It's a difference. It's just different, you know. And of course, I prefer the way my family's food is because that's what, just what I'm used to. Right. You're raised. Um, there's also though, but good dishes that I that I get peeped from my wife's side of the family. Right. Um, and then there's also like there's there's family members in my wife's side of the family. Um, they're from like Italy and you know mm-hmm. other places that have like really dope dishes or just cultures that that are really cool. You know, we're really close with um, one of my wife's cousins. They're actually my uh, kids' godparents. And like my, this, this one particular cousin, his wife, her dad is from Italy. And like, he has his own wine cellar at his house. Makes his own wine, stuff like that. And they actually invited us over, gave me wine right out the barrel. I'm not going to get that in my family. We don't have that kind those kinds of, you know, cultural things mm-hmm. and to be a part of that is dope. Yeah. Right. That's super dope. Exactly. So, right. you know what I mean? Like th- that's the value in, you know, going outside of your community. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you really, you learn a lot. Yeah. Right. Know? Right. Right. Everybody does everything different or we do it the same. Right. Um, I was, intri- I know this was gonna be an intriguing topic. So I had asked a couple people, some questions that I work with or came that I knew just to see, you know, I told them what the topic was going to be about. And I had them, it was like, if you had one question to give me to ask or speak on something, what would you speak of? So I was talking to an older lady that I work with and she was wondering, she's like, you know, back in the day, white women were seen as forbidden fruit. Um, Cause I, first I asked her, I was like, why do you think people date outside their race? And her, she's older, she grew up in that. She's like, well, you talk. And she was mainly focused on a black man with a white woman. And she was like, you know, she thinks that it's because the forbidden fruit thing. Like, you're not allowed to touch them. You're not allowed to look at her. Can't whistle at her. We know what happened when right, that right, supposedly right, happened. Right, right, right. Um, it's against the law to even, to do any of that. Touch hands, whatever. So she thought that that was the, that's the main reason why that that was so intriguing. It's like, I want what I can't have. I gotta, I gotta do all these things because now it's a challenge for me. And obviously there's, you know, we feel like in just in in the world that we live in today, we would see that as, you know, sometimes white status is better than, than your black status. So that's, you know, it's, it's a status thing now. Now I'm dating up now. I'm, I'm up here now because I'm, I'm with this person. So she was saying that she felt like these are the reasons why. And 
I was like, I kind of knowing, you know, knowing what era she's from. I was like, I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there was still still some aggression behind that, or you know, because or oppression, whatever. Because I know, I know where she's been. So, do you do you think that we won't? We can don't even have to leave that a black or white thing. We can just leave it at a just a interracial thing in general. But do you think that people date outside their race just as a status, sometimes as a status quo, or is it a cultural thing? Like, you know, you, you're intrigued by this culture, so this is where you want to be, or? You want to handle that first? Um, I, think, I, I think that her points are valid, and I'm sure that relation, there are relationships that fall into those those areas. Um, that's not, you know, for, from my own personal experience, that's not, uh, you know, what I've seen, even from people around me, other relationships. Um, you know, I think that people, you know, people date, for pretty much the same reasons, you know what I mean. I I don't know about the, um, the subconscious, you know, right things right, that they're right. not tra- that they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people are attracted to each other, man, for for right. lots of different reasons. Sometimes people are attracted for people for what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes true. it's for yeah. who they are and you know what they look like. That's that's what happens no matter like what race you are. Um, and I and I think more often than not, you know, people who choose to be in interracial relationships are, you know, in just average relationships, just like people who are in, you know, same race relationships. Just average relationships. Right. You know, exactly. right. everyone's average and unhappy. Right. 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 <laughs> like, oh, it's like, nah, I love you, baby. I'm good. <laughs> I, uh, do you want to address it? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I totally can feel where some of that may be coming from. Um, and you can't discredit that there could be some people out there that that's, you know, the reason why. But from my personal experience with, like, my parents, um, my uncle's family, uh, my uncle Kyle and his wife Ashley, like, like, the attraction has nothing to do with the fact that they were, like, so different. My dad told me, because um, I was talking about you know, I was talking with him this weekend about what we were going to be talking about on uh, the podcast this week. And he was like, it's funny because he was like, I just saw your mom as just this beautiful girl that I was fortunate right. enough to exactly. be with. Exactly. And I didn't understand why people were questioning it because that's what he was getting. And he, mm-hmm. he, to him, it was like, he was like, no, my, my girl's better than all these other joints. So like, that's all that I care about. Like mine's <laughs> the best. It didn't matter that she was like a Filipino girl or not white or whatever, right. you know. So, and wow. here's I, what attracted me. Sorry, I'm doing deep. No, 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 no. Like, what attracted me to my wife, yo. Like, look, this is her CD book. Pulling like, I out the this biggest is, this CD, is the CD book I've ever seen to a random page, right? Okay. In this CD, look. Belly. Read, read what's in here. <laughs> I see how uh, high. Loveland. Uh, I see Buster Rhymes. Uh, Genesis. <laughs> Shania Twain's Should greatest I, hit. Right, yo, all on the same page. <laughs> on the same. This is one. This is one page out of Breeze CD book. Boom, boom. Like, oh, that's <laughs> Philly's most wanted. True Hill. Get rich or die trying. Get rich or die trying. This is, this is Eminem. Eminem. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, this is straight up. This is why I married her, yo. Like, this was. This is what she's like. So, like, th- if you just. Imagine like a person who has this kind of these kinds of tastes, mm-hmm. and you're you know like, "Yo, I mean? that lines up with me." Exactly. What right. is it, what and does like, any of that other stuff matter? Exactly. <laughs> she had like shit that I wasn't like up on, like 
back then, like she had like Justin Timberlake's first CD. Like I wasn't buying that joint. Like I was <laughs> right. like, this dude from NSYNC, this joint's gonna be whack. And then I put it in, and I was like, oh shit, like for exactly. yeah. yeah. dope, right? Oh, exactly. all these producers. Exactly. <laughs> was Timberland on the first album? Nah, I don't think Tim was on the first album. First album, yeah. Second Tim one. did oh, "Cry Me a River." Tim did. Um, That's not the first album. The Justified. Just, just Crimey Rivers now Justified, is it? Yeah, this first album Justified had Like nah, I Love Crimey You. Crimey Rivers Future Sex Sing- Love Sound. No, nah, it's the first one. It is? Yeah, the very first one. So that was the the duel, the getting to the music portion. Yeah. Uh right. the, the dueling <laughs> aspect of why this album that he just released was mm-hmm. so good was because the Neptunes and Timberland went back at it head to head to try to have the best track on the album. So yeah, because uh, first album had Senorita, Like I Love You. Um Crimea River was the follow-up to that. Uh then it was like I can't remember, but he released like Foyer. So that's fact checking. I, I am fact checking because <laughs> I don't know. Appreciate yeah, so. no, it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, but it's like if anyone has like those kind of disparate tastes and are kind of afraid to step outside of their whatever their quote unquote mm-hmm. zone is, like I respect that and that's attractive to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No matter like what race you are, if you have that kind of diversity, you know, in your life, that's dope, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Phil, you were right. Justified, first joint, Future Sex Love Sounds, second joint, Crimea Rivers on Justified, uh, Senorita, Rock Your Body, those right. joints. Yeah. Tim had a couple, yeah, that that was probably Tim's biggest one on there. Um, probably still one of Justin's biggest songs. I'm confusing yeah. what goes around comes around with yeah. Crimea River. Oh, that was still a great yeah, song, too. Exactly. Um, I, Ebony had told me the story about one of her friend, a friend of a friend. And this, this goes, I think, to the shallow aspect of the interracial thing. Um, the girl wanted to be artificially inseminated. She wanted to go to a sperm bank and have kids Who and get pregnant. Girl? What is this? Whose girl is this? That this is a friend of a friend. Gotcha. All right. So All I don't right. know the girl. The story wasn't told to me. I don't know if they knew. She even knew the person. But so the girl wanted to have kids. So she goes to the to the sperm bank to pick out a, I guess a a, a suitable donor? a suitable seed, and she picked an Indian. A guy, a person of Indian descent. Why? Because of his hair. Because, you know, the Indian culture, they have, not Native American, but Indian, they have. From India. You know, nice, fine hair. Mm -hmm. And she wanted her baby to have nice hair. So that's that to me. That's the the shallow aspect of anything. That's not even interracial dating, but right, that's right. that that's a yeah, man. It's people out here trying to engineer their their you know, it, the, the, their looks. Right. Yeah, someone someone was talking about being able to like in the next like handful of years or whatever, we're gonna be able to engineer like our kids and blah blah blah. And my whole thing with that is like, come on, mom and dad, you could have made me like four inches taller. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish like, I was. Like, maybe my SAT scores have been a little bit better. Right, like right. exactly. I'm trying to dunk. You know? Right. Yo, it's like you know, no one would have been expecting that. No, like, right. oh, this half white, half Asian kid. What's he gonna do? And then I get above the man. Like, oh no. <laughs> but I, I think that goes to another aspect of everything, as far as you know, when you think when black people have known to have. What they say about our hair, coarse, nappy, you know, and so to have the mentality of, oh, I don't want my kid to have that. Lil Wayne was killing Nigerians. It's like, I got to have, I got to have this because I think it's a, a status thing. Like mm-hmm. that, that speaks on the status of it. Like, I, But the people who see value in that, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're the ones who have like the issue, you know what right. I mean? Right. But um, then you got to remember when you, when you procreate, 
things could go either way. Yeah, you exactly. don't. Yeah. So it is not, control over there right. is no confirmation that you know just because like my my mom my dad has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. None of his kids got blue eyes. Like that's. It would be game over if me and my right. brother did. Like you better. Be, but then, like, like somebody and, like three generations down will show up with, right. with blue eyes and right. be like, "What the hell? Where, Where did that come from?" from? <laughs> like someone on my, like my, like uh, maybe my sister's like grandkid or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like them half Filipino, half white, and a South African, and then their kids, and then maybe one of their grandkids, exactly. and they'd be like. Where did this come from? Exactly. Like, anyway, who's cheating? Then, then. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just tell them they're from Wakanda. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> yep. How did you guys meet at the Black Panther <laughs> movie premiere? <laughs> he was wearing all Kente clothes. <laughs> I looked in your mom's eyes and I knew she was the one. I looked at your dad's shirt and realized. He was down with the culture. <laughs> Indeed. And that's where and that's where you came from. Boom. Um I think that this subject is definitely gonna need to definitely have to this is part one of many oh, yeah. of this oh, yeah. this topic because yeah. there'll be more to to come of it, obviously, and especially what's going on in the news now. Um uh, we have a lot of current affairs or topics that revolve around this. Right. And involved mm-hmm. around other aspects of this, as far as the racism thing, and we'll mm-hmm. get into racism's a whole nother ball of wax, another conversation we can talk about. So I'm sure we may all have our own stories or experience of being with somebody. Um, but it's healthy, healthy dialogue for. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. We know we know experts on it, like we say we are, but we just well, talking like about it a lot. Yeah, you know, when you're in love, you can't control that, man. You yeah. can't control what you love. Definitely not. That's that's you know one of the few things, man. So. You know, sometimes you just got to accept people, you know, what their choices are. Exactly. You know? you one, can... of, one of the things I've always joked about, and it's only, it's all, like, because a lot of truth said in jest, right? Like, the world would be a much better place once everyone's some kind of brown, which just means everyone's been messing with everybody. <laughs> you know, right. it's just one of those. And that's partially me coming from a mixed race family. Like, mm-hmm. I think that my perspective is, I, I like, I got a leg up on certain people just because I have multiple perspectives that I was raised on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that, uh, a lot of the, um, disconnects that we have nowadays, you know, maybe future generations won't have to deal with it. If you know, you you got, you got people not being afraid or not, not necessarily being afraid, but you know, if they're just let themselves take themselves where love takes them. So before we, before we give, wrap this thing up speaking of love my my goal and i'm sure you got a lot of a lot of boys and a lot of girls out there um cb that then want you to to find love yourself <laughs> so and try like a couple of them have chimed in and says we got to find my man cb some love out here wow. um That's so hilarious. let's don't let's, get catfish though dog don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no promises. No pro- <laughs> love is love. Love is love. Like love is love, right? No matter what her Facebook profile looks like. Right, right. So we'll, we'll see what we can do about that one day. We can delve into it. Okay. Delve into it. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are something else. We are something else. Check in next week. <laughs> <laughs>